Empowered people make informed decisions that lead to living a life without regret. This is Sarah Kaki and Shauna Woods from Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and this is the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. This is Sarah Kaki with the Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and I'm joined by our very own managing partner, Shauna Woods. Shauna, you've been giddy about this one. I have. You've even named it, this topic. It's called The Big Sigh. Yes, ma'am. What does this mean? So The Big Sigh, to me, is that moment when you take that big, deep breath and you let it go. Because you, and it could be another person, it could be another group of people, and sometimes it's just yourself. But you've been pretending something Mm -hmm. for so long and living in that pretending for so long. And you can all go along with the pretending as long as nobody says it out loud. Hmm. Right. Uh, Other people call it the big elephant in the room. Right. But it doesn't have to be that dramatic. It doesn't have to be something that, that is painful. It can be a part of naturally growing up or growing apart. And when I think about the big sigh, reminded of um, a story when I was growing up and I've mentioned before that I grew up in a kind of a weird way and, and we um, were the kind of Christians who went out and knocked on your doors mm. to, to preach to you. Well, sometimes me and, and another child would grow bored <laughs> of that while our mothers were out. You know, we would play games, you know, um, and you're out in the neighborhoods. You don't really go and play in somebody's yard. So we would play in the street by the quarter. And this was Troy Haskins, who is a dear, dear friend of mine. And we used to play this thing called diamonds. Hmm. Okay. And we would look at all the pretty rocks and we'd pick them up and we'd put the ones with the, the shiny bits right over in a corner. And we would tell each other all the things that we were going to do with all the money we had because we had the diamonds. We were out there collecting the diamonds. And I must have been, we did this probably for a good couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now Troy's a year older than me and I must have been nine or 10. And so he was, you know, 10 or 11. And I remember this one moment, very poignant. And Troy looks at me with kind of a concerned look on his face. And he says, you know, these aren't real diamonds, right? (laughs) And I remember Sarah, I remember how that big sigh went through my entire body. I said, yeah, I know. And we couldn't play the game anymore, but it was more than not just playing the game anymore. It was a letting go of a childhood fantasy. It was that moment where you can't go back and say, well, let's go play. It didn't make any sense to play. It's like when you see Santa Claus as your uncle. Exactly. You, You cannot go unlearn what you've now learned. And it's a growth process. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I see this when a potential, a person coming in to see us, Mm -hmm. right? They don't know yet, or they don't haven't admitted yet that they're ready for a divorce. And we just start talking about what's going on. And I can see that visible sigh Mm. go through their body. And I know they've just admitted to themselves And they can't go back Mm -hmm. because they've admitted that where they're at is they are not going to be happy in this marriage. 
the big slide can happen at good moments. The big slide can happen at painful moments. But it's that moment in time where it's a transition and it's usually a big one. Well, it's a moment when the truth just sort of dominates them everything. Yes. And it overpowers the role playing, the storytelling, okay. the let's not disrupt and the status quo. Let's not go along to get along anymore. Yes. Yeah. And it just becomes so overbearing. You cannot ignore it anymore. Right. And, but it's also a relief. Yes. And that's why I call it the big sigh, a big death. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of let it go and your whole body relaxes because you've been holding on to it for so long. In my story, I was holding on to this childhood pretend game for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And it was time to let it go, to let it go. It all in an adult relationship or in an adult setting. What happens next? After the big sigh. That's a great question. I think what happens next is what is now my new reality. Mm. And that can be a very scary place for anyone to be. Because a lot of times what our clients are mourning is not necessarily the loss of the relationship they have, but is the loss of the relationship they wanted to mm -hmm. have. And they had planned to have this relationship. They had planned to go in this one direction and it can be extraordinarily scary, mm -hmm. but it's also, like I said, can be extraordinarily relieving to say, wow, I've just finally let go of all that pretend, all that, that thing that I was trying so hard to hold together. Mm -hmm. I've let go of it. So very quickly, I think that after the big sigh, you have to find your footing of what is next. Mm -hmm. What does now this truth mean? What does it now mean to, I'm going to no longer be in this partnership. What does this look like for or me? I'm no longer going to be living in this lie that I've sort of willfully blinded myself to. Carrying a lie involves carrying multiple lies to support the big lie. Absolutely. And that involves holding a lot of plates up in the air. And a lot of tension in your body. A lot of tension in your body, a lot of energy, and a lot of story, creative storytelling and assumption making to make all these pieces work. Right. And then the big sigh, this is why you're saying it's a moment of relief. It's sort of shrugging your shoulders and saying, no, I'm not holding all the pieces of this lie puzzle up anymore. I can't hold it anymore and be true to myself. Right. And it's that saying it out loud or acknowledging. And a lot of times you do have to say it out loud. Yes. Right. You can't just say it inside your head. Well, I know these aren't real diamonds. And I, I think it's fascinating that you're using a um, childhood story because the relationship one, I think, is interesting when it shows up in a relationship between two partners and you have that big sigh moment where you're like, man, I can't undo in my mind what I so clearly see this truth now. This marriage, this relationship is not right. It's not healthy for any of us. But the one that I think is really interesting is also the internal one you have with yourself. Yes. The big internal sigh where almost the 
one side of you, the maybe the more immature side of you meets the more mature side of you, right? And a big sigh is sort of comes when it's true, overwhelming truth of how you've showed up shows up to you or how a belief system you've held on to that is not real shows up. And, you know, it's almost a leadership moment within because what is leadership? Leadership is holding on to a greater truth for the benefit of a bigger group or the benefit of growth and development, holding somebody being kind enough to themselves and others to say, I'm going to hold on to a bigger piece of truth and guide us all with that. And we have to have an internal leader inside sometimes to give us that our own big sigh moment to say, I am going to present a less developed version of myself with this overwhelming truth that my less developed version cannot turn away from anymore. And now it's time to grow up. Your story reminded me of two of mine. One was when little in the summers, we used to go to Iran and visit my grandma when she was still alive. And, you know, we moved out of Iran. We migrated out before my grandfather passed. And I spent most of my little, when I was little, uh, days with my grandfather. He watched me while my mom went to work. And to me, this man was like bigger than life, like just bigger than life. He was my superhero. And in the summer, the first summer we went back and visited in to Iran after um, my grandfather had passed. My second favorite human being was my grandma, my grandpa's wife. And she cuddled me in bed, held me tight. I'm like seven years old. And she starts telling me about traumatic stories of her marriage to my grandpa. And I'm sitting there like trying to fight back my tears and just listen to my grandma because apparently this lady had a lot to undo, unpack. And she chooses to unpack it on her seven-year-old granddaughter. Mm. And how much pain my grandfather caused her. And I remember that was my big sigh moment. She gave me this other side to my grandfather that it was just, I couldn't, my mind could not unsee that. You know, my mind could not undo what she had revealed about him, which uh, the worst thing the man did was that he wasn't a great husband to his wife. There, right. He didn't harm anybody. So let me just be clear on that. Um, but it's it's that moment. And I remember show having to make a leadership moment in my mind. Of what do I do with this next? And I chose that he was still a great grandfather to me. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was going to hold on to, but that he wasn't a superhero and that was going to be okay. And we talked about, you know, growing up children of parents with mental challenges. I had that same moment as a teenager with my dad because he was my next big superhero. And when he was going through his depression, he had some serious moments of weakness, some serious moments of just not being there and emotionally not being able to be there and feeling so, so weak and things he would say that were just not, not making sense. And again, it was a, like a big sigh moment of, whoa, this belief system, this role playing I've done of daddy's little girl to this dad, that's the biggest superhero. That's, that's the world we've been living in. That's the diamond game we've been playing. Exactly. It's, it's not fully true anymore. And we can't undo this, but we can make choices from here. And 
for those, you know, the, those are moments where we're kind of thrust on us, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had kind of a similar one with my dad who I wanted a certain relationship with. And I had built this relationship up in my head and I would tell people we had this relationship. Yeah. And I was constantly hurt and disappointed in his actions because it wasn't built up into this relationship that I had thought we had in my mind. And the big sigh moment was thinking, was coming to the realization of this isn't the person you built him up to be. Yes. This isn't the relationship that you wanted, that you thought you had. Relax into the sigh. Yeah. Now what? Now do I want a relationship? Am I willing to accept it on the level that it actually is? Mm -hmm. Because I can't go back to pretend. Right. And pretend only led to hurt in those instances, right? Pretend was me constantly being disappointed in a relationship that I'm the one who created it. Yes. Right? So those continues big sigh moments, I think they happen all throughout our lifetime. Mm. And again, going back to agency and choice that we want everyone who's listening to this to have, are you choosing to remain holding that sigh in? Are you ready to let it go? Mm. That's beautiful. I think we should end it right with that question. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, go to atlantadivorcelawgroup.com forward slash resources.